Brilliantly acrobatic save. Shaka's corner, Shiro! Spotting with an attacking player on the second half Just as the ball kicks off DJ sticks running with the ball DJ sticks passes DJ Stones Wow, DJ Stones run past Leonel Messi Runs past Cristiano Ronaldo Passes to Fernandino Fernandino passes back to DJ Stones DJ Stones takes a shot and he misses But DJ Sticks is there for the rebound And he hits it in and wow That right there ladies and gentlemen Is classic play and this is The VAR Show Welcome everybody Welcome We are back With the heat In black Like we never left Yeah That's not rhyme But it's fine You know Like summer We always around the corner <laughs> What? You know because you know Summer is always around the corner You know Yeah Even when winter starts You know summer is, just, is coming You know You know. Yeah. Summer is coming Yeah And boy do we have a new go- good, yeah. Boy do we have a good show for you today Yeah a you super know, show. A super show. Because you're listening to the most electrifying, groundbreaking, active FM show. You're listening to the VAR Show with your host, the one, the only <laughs> DJ. Uh, Stones and with me here is the vibes, the rock vibes, the, ro- <laughs> the rock vibes I was feeling there. <laughs> DJ Sticks. Yeah, DJ Sticks. boy, we got a good show for y'all. Ah, oh, where do and we start? <laughs> <laughs> this, this intro is so hyped. <laughs> I almost <laughs> choked on my own saliva. <laughs> Before we go anywhere, allow me to compose myself and let us enjoy these tunes. Yeah. This is stupid. My favorite show is on. My Jesus made an unfold. And my team is on that overflow. It's heavy with the young bulls.
but I'ma rock out. See, I ain't perfect, so I need his grace and mercy. Just don't hold me and console me when I'm feeling so unholy. Case my flesh should get the best of me. Romans 8:28 to work out for my destiny won't be the death of me. My Jesus made an awful. an exciting exciting segment where we you know introduced the show we were back yep but something that happened while we were on our long pause you know uh international break while we were on our international break yeah the super league came back yeah this is something that we didn't think we would hear about anytime soon when we looked at the super league we saw that it didn't end they still had their website they had at one point they had a new ceo you know we spoke about it here if you don't know about it go back to our show restructuring you know they had a new ceo and everything but it's basically back and weirdly enough they haven't updated their website they need to update their website you know how are we gonna just find information on the go if they don't wanna but anyway So basically, what they're doing now is they're expanding the amount of teams to, I think, about 30 teams. Mm-hmm. And they, what they want to do is that, um, that they're going to allow for relegation and um, promotions, though, like that whole thing. So they, I think they wanted to set it up very similar to... No, that's the World Cup. Never mind. Yeah. But yeah, they wanted to do that whole relegation and um, same format. So you're going to first five random teams in the league. Yeah. The top teams then go through to the next round and so forth, right? <sighs> and yet it's still getting the same backlash. So yeah. they say they learned from the first time. And, and <laughs> I don't think they learned from the first time, you know? But anyway, they say they learned from the first time and they, that's why they're coming back and, you know, they did this revised thing. But the biggest problem is still the fact that they, they don't really understand the, one of the biggest problems with their Super League. Mm-hmm. Which was the whole factor of the fact that I don't wanna watch United game Manchester United games are uh, being played in New York. No. No. They're playing a home game in New York. That makes no sense. Are you kidding me? You know? Are you kidding me? Or like uh. it or you're having a the, for the fifth time in the year a what you our classical match. No ways. Outside of Spain. Yeah. Imagine having a classical game outside of Spain. Yes. I mean, that in itself already doesn't feel, doesn't feel proper. Yes. Doesn't feel proper. And, you know, but in the other way, though, right? And I was speaking to someone about this this week. In another light, I understand why they want to push a Super League. <sighs> and I kind of blame UEFA and FIFA for this. Mm-hmm. The fact that this concept has even arised where people see a need for it because and i've seen this in a lot of banners at like games especially games club for clubs that are like old you know like your man united um even Bayern munich ac milan's quite ac old. milan and you see banners where they say football was created by the workers or they say created by the poor and stolen by the rich mm. 
And yeah. what's happened now is that football has been taken away from like what it was what it was, you know. It's being taken away from the fans. And yeah. it's it's more to appease a global market than it is to appease a fan, like you know. And mm -hmm. you look I look at um even FIFA, UEFA, right? UEFA is trying to change their structure to do the same thing, whereby they know that a Man United will bring more views than a what's another team in another league? Club than, a, than, than, than a Club Rouge. Mm. So what do they want to do? They want to allow for coefficient qualifications into a, what you call it, into a, into a UEFA Champions League. So what does that look like, right? We've spoken about this in a previous show as well. So you have Man United who have a good amount of coefficient points in the, in the club ranking yeah. of the world, yeah. right? So then they get to then um, qualify for UEFA Champions League next season, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, no, 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 I'm explaining it wrong. So let's say they become number five. In the league. In the league, yes. The... They're number five in the league. Okay. Now, England has performed well in Europe. Yeah. So maybe City wins the Europa because they can't win the UEFA. <laughs> Liverpool wins the UEFA Champions League and West what? Ham wins the Conference League. Okay. So because of that, England then gets given another UEFA position. Oh, so another spot. Yes, yeah, they get given another spot. In the Champions League. In the Champions League. And I think in Europa as well. So now that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. And you're going to think, but no, that's good, you know. They're being rewarded. You know, they're not being rewarded for their effort. You have another club, other two clubs who worked hard in their season, who won something. League. Yeah. And now you're getting a free pass because of that. That's not how football works. Yeah. Football is about you earn everything that you have. If you're fifth, there's no UEFA for you. There's no UEFA for you. Simple. And you look at the huge outrage that's happening with City. Because what's the biggest problem with the whole city thing? Why, why is financial fair play there? Because it's supposed to be you use what you earn. Mm. That's the whole premise of football. You use or you get to where you are based off of what you earn, where you are. So that's your t-shirt sales, that's your ticket sales. That's your, that's your commercial The money you make in the club. Yes. Because now you look at and i will get there as we as we carry on i'm getting ahead of myself right yeah but going back to the going back to the the whole super league right and now you look at um you look at 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 what's happened this basically even throughout the years yeah. right yeah players have gotten very expensive true true like players have gone ridiculously expensive. Crazy expensive. And, <laughs> and, and what's happened now, and the reason for it is because... And obviously, I, I, you, I understand they are they're talented and whatnot, right? But they've become overinflated. They've, they've, they've unnecessarily pushed their stock values up. And the reason for it, right, is that you'd find out that there was maybe two clubs bidding for this person and one club has the finances to outbid the other. Mm. Like Chelsea can easily put like a 100 million uh, euro like, bid for a player. Easy. And that pushes up the player's value because they're not going to now resell this player for less than 60 or 70. Mm. You, look at, you look at Maguire, 
right? We, we united both Maguire for how much? About like... Wasn't it 80? I think 80 million. Yeah. Right? They bought him for about 80 million. And what happened after that? We struggle, were struggling to sell him. Why? Because he was inflated. That's an inflated amount. No, no normal club is going to buy a Harry Maguire at his peak for 80 million. It just makes no sense. Mm. Like, which defender do you know? <laughs> a reasonable club. So I'm a, Chelsea is not reasonable because people can be like, yeah, but Wesley for fun, I was 80. Mm-hmm. A reasonable club. Mm. Well, I think that the, the most expensive defender Bayern Munich has ever bought was Delit, and that was 67 million. Yeah, and he was on his peak. And yeah. that's his peak. Yeah. And, and now that's the problem now, because now when they need to resell, it becomes difficult. It becomes difficult. And now for other teams like Real Madrid that aren't, like they don't have rich, rich owners. Mm. They literally have to use what the money that comes into the club. They can't just pull money from nowhere. So they work very similar to like your German teams, you know? Yeah. So you're Bayern Munich. So you're Bayern Munich. But Bayern Munich is a bit better where they can sell at least half of their, well, less than half of the club. Mm. And then the rest is still owned by you know, the fans, you know? <laughs> Barcelona, very similar. They can't sell the club. Yeah. You know, they can't just get new buyers. They have to get investors who are willing to invest in this like a company and not have the ability to run it because the socials run Barcelona at the end of the day. They then vote in the president. The president is basically like a CEO mm-hmm. and they, they vote in the board. And yeah. at the end of the day, they can recall, you know. Then the club makes money through like selling stuff. <laughs> through selling stuff, right? <laughs> and now you'd expect, now do you look at Barcelona and all the achievements they had, you'd expect that they would be competing in this market, right? Mm-hmm. So I think most of these players are, were signed within this past year, this past few seasons, right? Yeah. I think last season going into this season, right? Yeah. And then I want you to look at their market value. So this is how much they cost. Yeah. This is like, obviously we can't take this for like a solid, but this, is, this will give us relatively like a approximately. Good, approximately how much they actually cost, right? And this is how much they were bought for. Okay. Right. So, number one, so this was the most, like, expensive transfer, I think, in, let me see the year, in the 2022-2023 season, right? Okay, that's this season. That's this season, right? So, the most expensive player this season was Enzo Fernandez, who joins Chelsea for 121 million euros, with his market value only being 55 million. What? Second place was Anthony joining Manchester United for 95 million and having a market value of 35 million. What? Wesley Fofana joining Chelsea for 80 million and having a market value of 40 million. Mm. Now, I want you to notice this one, right? Chumamani joining Real Madrid for 80 million but having a market value of 60 million. Right? Yeah. Liverpool buying Nunes, right, for 80 million and having a market value of 55 million. Casemiro, 40 million, I mean, 70 million, right, having a market value of 40 million. Shockingly. (laughs) Right? Mudrik, 
gone to Chelsea for 70 million and then having a a market value of 40 million. Mm. Bayern Munich, oh, Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich wasn't sold to anyone. Delete, right? Yeah. I think this is not, this has probably been, I wonder if this has changed. Let me go into him. I think this is not showing me like his current market value. So but anyway, he was bought for 67 million, right? Yeah. And as I go into him and see his market value by the time he was bought, that would be IX, IX. Oh no, he was an actual steal. How much was he worth? I'm just trying to see the, his last point before going into Bayern. He was a steal. What was the price? His market value was 70 million. And they bought him for 65 million. Oh my goodness. For less. For less. <laughs> oh my goodness. Cucarella going to Brighton. Oh, no, Brighton. Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea is hard. From Brighton to Chelsea. Yeah. 65 million. And then his market value was 28 million. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you notice here? You look at the two clubs that, that aren't entirely owned by entities. Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. Chumemane is 60 million. It's the amount with just about like what, 20 million in? And they also signed him for a long term contract. Yes. So which would justify that. Yes. But it's also, it's still a bit ridiculous, right? Yeah. But they're only doing it once. Chelsea appears here three times. Yeah. Man United appears here twice. This is top 10. I'm not even going through all, like, mm. the list has 25. I've only gone through the top 10. Yeah, no, point, point, point. And just to really drive home my point, right? In this list, Barcelona comes in three times, so top 25, right? Barcelona comes in three times. Rafinha for 58, a market value of 45, mm. right? What? Kunde, they got him for 50, he had a market value of 60 million. Wow, still. Right? Lewandowski, they got him for 45 million, and his market value was 45 million. What? <laughs> And the problem is, clubs, unless they're owned by a major corporation or an entire country, are actually struggling to, to battle out in the transfer window. Yeah. It's to the point that Bayern Munich's goal in the next few years, and again, we spoke about this in a previous show, right, when we looked at Bayern Munich, I think the end of last year. You need to listen to that show. Yeah, I think it was end of last, that, the that end of the insane. year before last, yeah. right? And we looked at their development plan. Mm -hmm. And they, one of their plans is that they want to detach from the transfer market completely now. They don't want to be buying players as much anymore. Yeah. So if they're buying player, they're buying a player. They don't, their main focus isn't to buy a player. It's to now develop players. And they're now doing camps around the world. Because it's actually ridiculous. How do you, how do you buy a player like Enzo Fernandez when Chelsea is now putting in 121 million? <laughs> and now the problem is, Benfica valued him at 100 million. But like, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure in their minds they were like, ah. No, because they, they knew people like Man United and like Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea are interested in him. And they're willing to spend that amount. You saw how Chelsea was spending this, oh this, transfer, window, this transfer window. Oh my goodness. That's, that's, like, how do you say no to an offer like that? Like, how does somebody's value, like his value was, yeah, his value was 55 million. As of the 23rd of December 2022. So that's, that, that's even after the World Cup. Yeah. I bet you before it was, it was lower. 
before the World Cup on November the 1st, his value was 35 million. So it increased by 20 million. So it increased by 20 million. And then he gets sold for 121 million. I mean, now what happens if he flops this season? Who's going to buy him? No, no one. Like, I would, I, I, he's probably on crazy wages. He's probably on crazy wages. He's probably on crazy wages. And now the problem with this, and now this is where the true test comes. So obviously what Chelsea did to go around financial fair play is that they gave these people like long stated contracts, right? And then they're doing the payments over like also long, well, not the payments to the club. Like in their financial sheet is going to show a lump sum and then it's going to show them getting an income over time. So then in the, in the three years that, that um, UEFA checks in, mm-hmm. they're going to look like they were, they were bringing in the amount that they spend, right? Even though in actual fact it's not, right? Mm. But they need to get into UEFA this season or else they're going to get hit with a financial fair play um, fine. Mm. And probably a, a ban from the, the, what you call it, a ban from the, 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 the transfer market. What? Oh my goodness. But the fact that they can get away with it in the first place is the problem. Is the problem. Yeah. And why are people why are people not seeing it? Because you have UEFA that's more interested. Like feel, like why change something that's working? It's working perfectly. Mm. Mm. Why change the World Cup? Yeah. And the problem is they may they all they're thinking about is how they wanna make money. And they're not thinking about the fact that you have players that are playing football almost every second day. Yeah. And that shouldn't be the case. This is a physical sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Pe- this could literally affect people's lives. Forget, a- forget the fact that it's just affecting... Forget the fact that you're thinking that, no, it's their job. You know, I go to job every single day. They go to work every day. They go to for training and stuff. Twice a day. Twice you know, a day. Sometimes three times. even three times a day. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. And you you see you see the problem with it, and I want to also shift to this with what happened with what's happening with Man City. A hmm. hundred cases of <laughs> financial fair play. Insane. And what's the scary part? They might get away with it. Yeah. They might get a slap in the wrist. Mm-hmm. They might not even get a point deduction. They say the worst case scenario, I mean the best case scenario if one of those go through is uh, 15, point, 15 deduction. point deduction like Juventus. Yeah. But honestly speaking, I don't see it happening. Mm. I think they're just going to get a hefty fine. Because now, they if they get off. that 15 point deduction, that's a season of UEFA with no city. An entire season. An entire season. Yeah. So, in, in other words, they're going to do everything possible to avoid that. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine. So, I'm on the tip of, if you're going to do a Super League, can you wafer? It's either or. It's either or. And if you're going to do a Super League, do it properly. Don't send people down to America. Do the finals in America Why? then. Yeah. Yeah. Why do people have to suffer now? Because, you know... And I wanted to talk about this more, but I'm just going to take this part, I guess. I looked at the Barcelona, one of the best football games this year so far. Man United versus Barcelona. Like, go watch that if you haven't watched it. You have to watch it. And uh, they asked, like, I forgot what the question. They asked Ten Hag, and he basically, his answer was, no, we have to leave 
tonight to prepare for our match on Sunday. So they're going to go from Barcelona, Spain. They are to, they're going to fly down to Manchester, Manchester United, hmm. England. Right? They're going to then prepare and then whatnot and whatnot. And then they're going to have a match. They had a match well, on what you call it on Sunday. Yeah. Now imagine if you're going midweek New York back to Manchester. Yeah. Like, do they not think about that? They say that they, they, people want to see uh, PSG versus Man, Man City because it's quality. Yes, it's quality because the players play quality. If you have tired players, they're not going to play quality. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, all going to bomb out. You're going to have boring football. You're going to have the most boring football. Yeah. And I, I do believe, I do believe that football needs restructuring. I honestly do believe that. But I don't think the Super League is the way to do it. I don't think how UEFA is doing it is the way to do it. I don't even think how FIFA is doing it is the way to do it. Yeah. Like, honestly speaking, if, if I was your EFL leagues, you know, and I was your lower table sides of the Premier League and these major leagues in the world, and I'm seeing UEFA go in with this plan, or I'm seeing the, the, the Super League going in with their plan, I'm organizing a meeting, and I'm saying we're breaking out of these, these leagues. We are all just breaking out of our leagues. We're going to set up our own European competition. We're not doing this with these big teams. Because hmm. either way, it's a danger to us. Yeah. Whether we stay, whether we leave. Whether we stay, whether we leave. Yeah. Either way, in the next four or five years, my club is getting bankrupt. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Because you think about it. Okay, yes, a lot of money is coming in because of the Super League or the new UEFA f- format. But how much of that money is trickling down to the, the smaller teams in the league? That's the problem. And the issue with this is that it's stopping a Leicester City from having a Leicester City moment where they win the league. Because mm-hmm. you're a freaking Mbappe. I and, know. and let's take out the fact of uh, them just winning the league. That brings in a lot of money into the club. Because they're going to play UEFA. Yeah. They won a league. But now if every year uh, your Man United... Man City, Arsenal, Tottenham's are getting a cash injection of almost like two billion. How do you compete with that? How do you how do smaller clubs compete with that? They cannot. And the problem here, if you want quality football, the problem here is not how do we make more money for the bigger teams so they can get better players. No, it's how do you get money for and the Premier League is the perfect example of this. Yep. Man City Man City, the freaking they were on <laughs> top of the league. One of the one of the if not the best team in England right now yeah. couldn't go past Aston Villa. Yeah. Was it Aston Villa? Well this past week it was not Nottingham Forest, sorry. Yeah. Arsenal was playing Aston Arsenal Villa. needed an own goal from their secret agent. Ah Martinez X X X Agent. <laughs> you know, Chelsea after spending all of that money is tenth. Yeah. Yeah. Liverpool is, oh, is fighting to get in. Oh my goodness. Because the smaller clubs won't back down. And that's what makes entertaining football. That's what, that's what makes, makes nail-biting football. That's why the Super League, the Premier League is the Super League. Yes. Yeah. Other, 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 other what you call it. And this is the sad part. 
we could lose that if the FA, and I like the fact that England is making their foot, their sports rules more strict. We're waiting to see what I actually need to go read and maybe do a show about it next week on what that entails. But we got here because the league took after, looked after their players. Yeah. They looked after them. Yeah. Like the money, the cash injection you get for joining the Premier League from going from the, the EFL to the Premier League is huge. And you can compete in the Premier League. Mm. That's why you look at other clubs. What's the close? What's a very close second to the to to to, to the to the Premier League? For me right now, it's Serie A. It'd be Serie A. Yeah. How strict is Serie A with their rules? Insanely strict. Inter is in trouble right now. Yeah. <laughs> they just took down Juventus a few years ago. They relegated Juventus, and at that time they were one of the biggest clubs. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a league that's starting to do that right now is the, the Spanish league. They're becoming more strict. I was very, I was disappointed, but I was also, I was mostly impressed with how they, uh, how they handled the, uh, the whole Messi situation. When Messi couldn't sign with Barcelona. And why aren't your books straight? Yeah. You can't blame, you, like I, when people tell me, you know, the Spanish, the Spanish uh, association is on Real Madrid's side. I'm like, no, but how do you allow your books to be that bad and then blame the association. Hmm. Now, I, I actually had more respect because Messi leaving was also going to be detrimental for them. Yeah, they, you think they're not losing? <laughs> you see, no, no they, oh, they lost. They're losing more oh, than Barcelona. Oh, my goodness. La Liga lost. Barca can get their stuff back together. It's mm-hmm. going to be harder for La Liga to get their stuff back together. But they were willing because of the rules. Because of the rules. And who does the rules help? It doesn't just help Barcelona. Mm-hmm. How do you get Salta Vigo to compete... And a, a league, a close second, and you're seeing it now, a close second. And if they carry on the way they're doing it, a close second to, to, to um, the Premier League is mm. the Bundesliga. Yeah. Hey, Dortmund is actually... The Bundesliga <laughs> will be as popular whether UEFA is there or not. Yeah. How do you have a side like Union Berlin go from... from, from Promotion from league from their division league their their lower Bundesliga two to competing in Europe mm. convincingly mm. in Europe and you have Marseille that can't do that yeah now it it tells a story it tells you a story it tells a story that's how you know and where do you see an association backing up a, a team you look at ajax when they were when they made it far they postponed all their games <laughs> they put a little pause so that this day they, they, they fresh for you that's that's what happens when you support your teams yeah and you're not supporting money yeah if it was about money you would say nope these games need to happen we're gonna sell tickets we're gonna get, get views mm. they must happen anyway why couldn't kingsley coleman become the type of beast he was under PSG. Makes sense. Because PSG is, is, not, is not focusing on development. Mm. In the past three years, name me three big talents that came out of League R. As in like they came out, they left League R and they still performed well. As in they performed like you knew them in League R. Like they were they were yeah. like your Phil Foden type level. Ooh. Your Jaden Sancho type level. 
youngster. The only one I can accept, but he hasn't left. That's why I'm still 50-50. I'd accept Mbappe, but I'm 50-50 about him because he hasn't left. My same argument for for Messi when he was still at Barca. We don't know until we know, until he leaves. Mm -hmm. But name me three players that are like your Jaden Sancho, Marcus Rashford. Well, Rashford, he hasn't left, but like your Jaden Sancho. You're not on that level, but uh, I'd give you a Chalmany. What team did he play for? Uh, Monaco. Well, you but know, I knew the one place I swallow my tag. Monaco yeah, develops. No, no. But Monaco. now here's my question: Where's Monaco in the league? I don't even know. Where, when, when last was Monaco doing something in the in the what you call it? The league in when, UEFA. That league when Bernardo and them were there. When they still had that Mbappe team, and then they, yeah, then they sold basically everyone the following year. Which is what happens. We saw it with uh, Lil as well. As soon as Lil won the league, next season, you see that the problem signings and, gone. And even with that, that's a good point. They are not making their leagues desirable. Well, they're, they're, well, they're third in League One. That's good. Monaco is third in League One. I expected worse. Mm. I expected worse, honestly. Yeah, but that's the thing. They're not making their leagues desirable. Mm-hmm. You have McAllister, who just won the World Cup. Woo! Saying no, I'm not planning to leave Brighton. What? Insane. You're not, like, uh, you're not planning to leave Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could go to like a, I don't know, like a Juventus now. You know, like Juventus would, if you want to. Yeah, Western McKinney coming from Juventus, not going to a top side in the in the Premier League. No, he's going to Leeds. Mm. Is he going to Leeds? He's in Leeds. He's playing for Leeds. What? Shocking. Shocking. One of the best free kick takers in the world might be relegated. <laughs> in James Ward Prowse. <laughs> One of the best free kick takers in history, even. Might get relegated. Might get relegated. <laughs> he might be playing in, in the championship. Which won't be that bad as well. Which won't be and the cha- have crazy you seen part? the championship this season. You can't even laugh at the championship. You Burnley. can't even laugh at the championship. Burnley has been doing crazy stuff. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you now, the championship might be more interesting than some of the top leagues in the world. I've been watching it this season, I, I can like, say so. I feel like if I watch the Champions League, I'm going to carry on watching the championship. The championship, yeah. The championship. Oh my Like it's crazy. And you can see that people are fighting for something. Yeah. Why doesn't MLS, why doesn't MLS pop the way other leagues pop with all the money that it has? Because you really feel like they're not fighting for anything. Mm. Why is football? Why is the World Cup? Let's not even go to the World Cup. Why is UEFA viewed more than the Super Bowl? Because you have some situations where some teams need to win UEFA so that they can be in UEFA next season because they're not (laughs) top four in their league. (laughs) That is true. Europa is the same thing. That is so true. Last season, West Ham, why did they give it their all to try and make it to the Europa Finals? They knew. Because that was the only way they were getting into UEFA. Iron Frankfurt was the same thing. Why do you think they they, they fought their heart out? They were like eight or what? They're like, we need to win this or there's there's, there's no European competition for us. Yep. Roma, same thing. Mm. So the leagues make it happen. You, 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 you put in money for your fans. You put in money into the club. Then everything else will, will, will make its way. Yeah. That is quality football. That's what brings quality. Yeah. And if I have to stop supporting Man United to go support 
a freaking championship side. Championship site. I want to just do a quick Google. So I need you to take over while I do. I find a, a, a championship site that's in Manchester. Ah, that's in Manchester. Nah, uh, for me it's simple. I'm gonna go with Norwich. Uh, Norwich City. Are they in Manchester? No, 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 no. I'm saying that's the club that I'm. I'm gonna support. Oh, Man City flops. You know, because of Puky. No, a team of Puky. One of the best. <laughs> I like how you. You know, you you're really helping me right now. One of the best strikers in the game. Oh, team of Puky. I'd go for, you know, I definitely knew this off by head, like Wigan Athletic, you know. Wigan Athletic? Yeah, they in, Manch- in Greater Manchester Wigan sucks. Region. They beat Man City in the you final know? one. <laughs> they suck. FA and Cup final. A team I would support, right, even though it would be hard, and I'd like it because it's going to be hard, would be FC United of Manchester, which is the breakaway league of Manchester United, currently in the seventh division. Oh! Oh, I'd support, uh, what's that, Wix, Wix, Wixham. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. But that is it from us. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed. If we don't stop now, we're going to be spending the whole day with you. <laughs> no, for real. For real. <laughs> like, we're just getting started. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah, all yeah. good things, also this shall come to an end. Unfortunately. We're signing out. Goodbye. Peace. That simple. Become part of the family today because radio has never been better with Active FM. This is Radio On Demand. What you want, when you want it. It's Active FM. Radio has never been better, baby. This is Active FM. Go to www.activefm.co.za for more. For more. For more.
Ah, ah. 